up your frozen dinners, grab your TV tray, and settle in for another episode of The Plus Platoon, your podcast for all things Disney Plus, brought to you by Disney Plus fans. Watch along with us every week as we cover all the new, the old, the good, and the bad on Disney Plus. So put down that remote, don't touch that dial, and welcome your fabulous Plus Platoon host. Hey everyone, welcome to the Plus Platoon. We're a Disney Plus fan podcast that gives honest, spoiler-filled reviews of movies and shows on Disney Plus. We look at new releases, coming attractions, and we'll even go back into the vault to revisit some of the classic Disney that's on the platform. Make sure you're subscribed and you will never miss a moment. I'm going to bring in Kate. Kate, good to see you this evening. Merry Christmas, sort of. Yeah, we're getting there. We're getting there. Happy Toonies. Yes. Next, we've got Peter. Pete. As Frosty says, happy birthday. <laughs> no, no, it's no. Because no. it's my birthday. Oh. When this episode what? goes up. Oh. Oh, I was like, get your birthday right now. Happy birthday. No. On Thursday. Got Frosty it. says that, which which uh, Disney character also says that. And I want to make Kate guess first. Which Disney character also says Happy it's my birthday? birthday? Oh, Gus Gus from uh, Cinderella. Happy yep. birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> and last but certainly not least, we've got Steve. Steve, glad to have Hi, you. Hi, Tuners. Hey. Glad to be here. Uh, Steve's the only one that dressed up for the Toonies. Yeah, he didn't dress. We're, we're, a, we're a casual awards show. <laughs> so like, you know, the engineering. I'm wearing a non t shirt. I thought that was dressing up. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm wearing I like a, happy holidays on it. I'm nice. wearing a clean shirt. So hey, that's a win. <laughs> Guys, if you're not already, please like, subscribe, share. We've got some really fun shows coming up, including next week's that is one of a show that I have loved since I was little. Gonna be interesting to see how it holds up. But that's gonna be Ooh. next week. This week we have got the 2023 Toonie Awards. This, this is a celebration and a judgment of all the shows we have watched this year. We did it our first year. Last year, there wasn't much that we watched that was that great, to be perfectly honest. There weren't a lot of new shows, etc. But this year, definitely worth bringing it back because we watched a lot of different stuff this year. So, okay. So, our first category is best series we have Mandalorian season 3 we have Loki season 2 and we have Ahsoka Steve what are your thoughts on give us a little summary of the three series um, Mandalorian aka is it Baccalorian whatever the, the character that wasn't really the show for the season that's what I call that season 2 with a little bit of Grogu. Um, and then there's Loki, the the redemption arc for him, really quickly. And then Ahsoka, um, which was sort of about Ahsoka a little bit, but <laughs> more about um um I Pete, what's her name? Um oh Ren. Re- no. About Sabine, yeah. Sabine, Sabine thank yeah. you. So 
that's is this is sort of Star Wars versus Marvel. That's what I would I'd really say. It's the balance between theirs and which one do our viewers like the best? Which one do you which one do you think should which one did you like best, Steve? My vote was for Loki. Clearly Loki. The other two I had to go back and forth on, but mine was clearly Loki. Okay. Um I honestly don't remember which one I voted for. I I I, I truly don't remember which one I voted for. Um, probably, honestly, probably Loki, just because it's the one I remember the best. And so simply because the most recent, um, I'll be honest, I barely remember Mandalorian season three. It was about, you know, the whole Grogu becoming part of man and the, with the swamp monsters and the, uh, the great big shark. Dragon, Grendel. I forgot about the shark. Oh, sorry. Dragon. So, Kate, which one you think should win? Um, Personally, for those three, for me, it's Loki, but I know that Pete is going to say something else. I know that Pete's not going to say Loki, but I thought Loki. Well, I will say for the deep diehard Star Wars fans, uh, I'll represent and say Ahsoka. Yeah. Um. I really, I really enjoyed that show as a, as, as a whoop, whoop, cat, as a diehard uh, Star Wars fan. Um. I, I loved it. Um. I did enjoy Loki, so I wouldn't be upset if that wins. I would be kind of surprised if Mandalorian season three wins because I think that was the weakest of the Mandalorian seasons. So that that would be the only one that would really surprise me, I guess, of the of the other. Of the three. And our winner is Loki season two. That's surprising. I'm okay with that. It wasn't even close on this one with our votes. It was this one by a ways. And I don't just think it was recency bias. I think it, I think it held the story best for not having to see what, 23 other seasons between Rebels and (laughs) Wars. So, right. Okay. Our next award Worst Season. And Pete, what do we got for our Worst Series nominees? Oh, we got a couple here. We got Secret Invasion, which was our Nick Fury Marvel series that uh, was probably the worst Marvel series to date. We got Mandalorian, which we already talked about, which was barely about the Mandalorian. It seemed like at times. And um, then we got Muppet mayhem, which was about the electric mayhem. I'm, I get, I'm a little surprised that's on here. I, you know, I, it certainly isn't the best thing the Muppets have ever done, but, uh, but I kind of enjoyed it. So um, of this bunch, I, there's a clear winner for me, but uh, which which would be or queer lo- clear loser, which would be Secret Invasion, which as I said to me so far the worst Marvel show, and that's saying something when I hated She Hulk She Hulk as much as I did. This was worse. Uh, Steve, any opinions here? Um, I know I'm pretty sure Secret Invasion is going to win, but that was not my vote. I actually went with Muppet Mayhem because oh, I actually no. enjoyed Secret Invasion. So when I got down to Mandalorian, Muppet Mayhem, it was a toss up. 
And if I had to really rank them, I'd put Muppet Mayhem slightly lower. What about you, Pete? I mean, Derek, sorry. Okay. <laughs> uh, for me, of the three, Muppet Mayhem was the best, and it wasn't good. Um, it, as you said, Pete, it's not the worst Muppet thing that's ever happened, but mm-hmm. definitely not in the top tier Muppet stuff. No, so, I, mean, I would agree. For, for me, it's got, I mean, probably going to be Secret Invasion. Kate? Uh, my worst, I think Muppet Mayhem was the best, which is what you all have said. Um, I don't remember Mandalorian season three, but I specifically remember disliking Secret Invasion. So Secret Invasion is my my vote for worst. And the winner or loser is Secret Invasion. Yeah, that's yeah. right. This was I I think Steve, you're in a very, 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 very small minority yeah. that actually liked this series. So especially well, what next, Steve what no. Steve liked about it is what I wanted to like about it, which is the idea of a spy show where you didn't know who the good guys and the bad guys were. And so I think Steve was more forgiving than I was yeah. on that That's aspect fair. of it. Okay. I agree with that, Pete. Okay. Next we have the best documentary or documentary series nominees. Kate, who have we got? Well, so we've got Prop Culture, which was all about um, props from different movies um, and things like that. The Imagineering Story uh, was the that was almost kind of like behind the attraction, right? It was it was how they created um, different different parts, everything. Yeah, 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 everything. Um, Summer of Soul was about the wasn't Woodstock. It was the summer. It was the Harlem Music Festival. Harlem Music Festival. Thank you. Um, and Frank and Ollie were the two animators. Yes. Okay. Um, I I actually don't remember which one I voted for. I think I voted for Prop Culture. Um, I remember appreciating all of them. I had an appreciation for all of them. I don't remember any of them being like, oh, this is really terrible. Um, But I want to say, for me, I think prop culture was my favorite. So, Pete, what do you think? Um, So this is a tough one because I think all of these are quality. Um, there's not one here that I, as you just said, there's not one here that I would say I did not enjoy watching, um, of the bunch though. I think the Imagineering story stood a little above the rest, just my opinion, but I wouldn't totally, I wouldn't disagree with any of them really. So Steve, um, the same thing my vote was for Imagineering story. If you like the series, read the book. Great companion. Um, I oh, liked all of them. There is a book. Book is awesome. Highly recommended. Leslie Iwerks. Yes. Um, highly recommended. Um, those were that was my favorite. Um, I also love Summer Soul. Frank and Ollie was entertaining, just the the friendship there. And prop culture was good. I think it's the weakest of the four, but like Kate said, all of them are very enjoyable. Derek. Your thoughts. Uh, yeah, for me, I enjoyed prop culture. I was really disappointed. It's no longer on the service. They have pulled prop culture as a as a cost write-off. 
which I doesn't make no any sense. sense. To me. No, it doesn't yeah. make any sense. But it is. It has been removed from the service. Prop culture has been removed from the service. Ooh. Yeah, that's a big yeah. thumbs down. Um, honestly, I think of these. Probably my favorite was Frank and Ollie because I loved the old animation and I loved hearing lots of stories I had not heard before. And there wasn't a ton of new to me in Imagineering Story. So that's what. That's probably what put Frank and Ollie for me over Imagineering Story. But our winner is Imagineering Story. That mm. um, but really, there what you could any of them like we yes. like we all said any of them were top notch, excellent, absolutely. Okay, our next award is worst documentary or documentary uh-uh. series. Now, none of these will match our season one winner which was Jane. <laughs> oh, God. It was so bad. But, Steve, <laughs> what have we got for this year? Um, so, Renovations is basically home makeover, but with big, like, vehicles um, hosted by um, Hawkeye from Marvel. I can't, can't remember his first name Jeremy. off the top of my head. Jeremy. Jeremy. Thank you. And then, you 2 Homecoming... Um, it was Bono and someone filmed like hey. in Ireland coming home, um, sort of like a really a sort of mini concert film almost. Um, and then Stanley, a documentary about how he came with Marvel and his little backstory, talked with like the little miniatures to tell the story and mainly using his voice. And then the reluctant dragon was a picture backlot of the Disney studios but sort of staged there out of those. Um, for me, the worst was the renovations. It was just not like one episode was enough to watch. And that's all I have to say. That's fair. Um, for me, to me, honestly, it was the U2 homecoming one, just because I'm not a fan of the U2 music. And if it had just been Bono and the Edge, that might have been okay. But you had David Letterman trying way too hard in that production. As he as he usually tried, his stage presence is, I'm going to try too hard to be funny. Um, the one I honestly don't think belongs on this is Reluctant Dragon. Because, again, want a good picture of Disney pre-war uh, cartoon development. I would argue Reluctant Dragon is something every Disney fan needs to watch at least once. But for me, U2 Homecoming was just a huge miss. Kate? So I actually would agree with you, Derek, that Reluctant Dragon didn't feel like a documentary to me. It felt like a... Oh, I don't... (sighs) I would almost put it as a docudrama. Yeah, yeah. It it. I don't know. It just didn't feel like a doc. I don't know what it felt like. It didn't feel like a documentary. A lot like the first iteration of Behind the Attraction of an advertisement that we're going to try and show you some stuff behind the scenes. Yeah, that tracks. Um, I actually enjoyed Renovations. I, I think I enjoyed Stanley. I did not enjoy You Two Homecoming. I remember keeping thinking, when will this be over? When will this be done? So you two homecoming is my 
my pick for this one. Yeah, um, I am. I am a fan of you two, and I so I did like this. But even watching it, I was thinking if if you don't like you two, and if you don't, and especially if you don't like you two and David Letterman, uh, this would be torture. Uh, however, um, renovations, I, I generally like those type of like kind of home makeover, help people type things. And that show, I, like Steve said, I watched the first one. I tried to watch another one and I was so bored by it. I had to turn it off. So in, from my point of view, I would say renovations, but I wouldn't be surprised if it was if the U two homecoming one was uh, was voted down by by more people. So, uh, reluctant dragon. I agree. I don't. I don't know that it belongs on here. I mean, it's not the greatest thing I've ever seen, but uh, it's interesting in terms of of its time. A lot of a lot of documentaries we have about the Disney Studios are much more modern and look back at this time this is actually one from the time and I think that gives it merit so okay and our winner is U2 Homecoming excellent that tracks and it's funny I actually do enjoy Letterman but uh, yeah this wasn't it okay our next award is the best ride movie. In other words, this is the best <laughs> movie that has a direct connection to a ride that we watched this year. For Pirates of the Caribbean and Haunted Mansion, they are movies that came from the ride. Tron is the ride came from the movie. Technically the movie's sequel, but it was from this movie because it was essentially... I'm sorry, yeah. a bike race in a computer is a bike race in a computer. Yep, 100%. So, um, Pete, what we got going on on these? Um, so, well, uh, Tron is obviously one of the first movies with CGI, and for that, it's an interesting artifact, but it is not a good movie. Um, I love Pirates of the Caribbean, the first movie. I it, it's I can watch that. I've seen it a dozen times, and I don't get tired of it. Um, the the new Haunted Mansion movie, I think I liked it better than most of you did. Um, and quite honestly, my wife liked it, and my daughter liked it. So, uh, however, if I'm going to list these three. Uh, Curse of the Black Pearl is the home run of the Pirates movies. I mean, there's five of them. None of the other four hold up to this one. So uh, I'm going with with Pirates of the Caribbean for me. What about you, Steve? Um, I agree. I mean, there's a clear winner here. It, it's Pirates of the Caribbean. Clearly. I mean, the other two don't even compare. Mm-hmm. So, Derek, what would you say? I mean, I mean guys, I don't see how realistically this feels like the other two were on there just to give someone them something pirates of the caribbean to run against (laughs) so kate any argument on that one no pirates is the clear winner i will say i did enjoy haunted mansion uh way more than tron i think tron was really good in its time um i'm not even sure it was good in its groundbreaking oh really (laughs) yeah pirates here i mean it's held up over time it's it's very good 
And the winner, to no one's surprise, is Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl. Yep. So, um, and I like the fact that most of the, sh- when they tried to shoehorn in some of the sequels into the Magic Kingdom one, most of that has now been taken out. Yes, they still leave Johnny G- Johnny Depp and Barbosa are still in the, Ma- the Magic Kingdom one. But they've taken out the mermaids that they tried to have in. They've taken out the Blackbeard and um, Davy Jones. David Jones, yeah, come out. I kind of missed that, but yeah, the projections. Okay, the mermaid skeleton on the beach was just weird. Yes, I agree. So, okay, our next one is worst remake nominee. So, Kate. We had yeah. remakes so, we watched. Oh, man. So, oh, excuse me. Peter Pan and Wendy, essentially a remake of Peter Pan. It did get rid of a lot of the problematic parts from the uh, original movie. Um, but it is more told, if I remember correctly, from Peter Pan and Wendy's viewpoint. Um, and then Haunted Mansion, uh better than the original remake uh it leaned a little bit more into the scary aspect of it i felt like um i i would have to say worst of these two would be peter pan and wendy one of the things i did like about peter pan and wendy though was how they had um the the uh inclusion in the lost boys that they had girls they had um a kid with down syndrome they had all different like skin colors um i really really liked that but I would have to say for worst remake, Peter Pan and Wendy. Um, so I know it was last year, but how is Pinocchio not on this list? Because it was so bad. Because it was that last it, year. That it, that it deserved to it deserves to be on the list for like the next five years because of how bad it was. <laughs> but of these two movies, yeah, Peter Pan and Wendy. Um, I, I agree with what Kate said. There there was they did try to like the original movie has some real issues in it, yes. but it's it's even with the issues, it's much better than this version. Um, Haunted Mansion, on the other hand, this version is better than the original version. So for those two things alone, Peter Pan is the worst remake. Steve, um, I I agree with both Kate and Pete. Peter Pan and Wendy, I liked both movies, but Peter Pan Wendy is definitely the worst of the two. Okay. Um, yeah, for me, I would Peter Pan and Wendy was the last true animation remake that we have watched mm-hmm. and that we will be watching until one comes out that's actually really good. Um, part of the reason we didn't watch the new Little Mermaid because yeah. and a couple others. So I mean Peter Pan and Wendy was the straw that broke the camel's back. Um, it should have been Pinocchio, but right. it was Peter Pan and Wendy that was, you know, where we said no more remakes unless they're good. Mm-hmm. So Haunted Mansion, I would agree, is better than the Eddie Murphy one. Um, still not my favorite version of the Haunted Mansion shows that Disney has done, but you know, I couldn't include Muppets in here as a remake because we watched it last year as best. Uh-huh. So Okay, I again, I think we're all fairly confident that the winner is Peter Pan and Wendy. Um, yeah. It, yeah, it's it had which it's interesting 
hearing you guys say you hated this movie so much. Uh, no, I, I don't think I said that. I'm just saying that I don't think it was as good as the original, even okay. with the modifications. I actually, I actually somewhat enjoyed it. I just, I didn't think it was great. Cause Steve, you gave it a two and a half. Okay. Pete, you gave it a three. Kate, yeah. you gave it a three and a half. I, I'm not saying I didn't like it. I'm saying I liked Haunted Mansion better. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, and to nobody's surprise, I gave it a two. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> next we have got best animated feature. Now, these are the best animated features that we watched this year. And there were four of them. We watched 101 Dalmatians. We watched Elemental. We watched A Bug's Life. And we watched Beauty and the Beast. Steve, what can you kind of tell us about these different movies? Well, it's two Disney versus two Pixar movies. So 101 Dalmatians, Cruella DeVille um, sort of changed animation because they were able to Xerox to make when they're making all the puppies with all the spots. Um, Elemental is the newest of the bunch that was just released this year with Pixar. And um, that looking at for the animation came with the flame is amazing. Bugs Life, 25 years old. Just recently reviewed that and talked about how much it's actually sort of held up the animation and still the story. And then just the classic, the beauty and the beast, which was the first um, animated film nominated for best picture. Um, looking at these, there's a clear winner in my eyes and that would be um, beauty and the beast. I enjoy all four, but if I had to pick which one is the best in terms of story animation, beauty and the beast. Uh, yeah, I, I, Totally agree with that, Steve. I would say I enjoy two of them. One of them's okay. One of them I don't really want to watch again. I, I don't really have a desire to see Elemental again, honestly. So, um, yeah, to me, it's I mean, it's almost got to be Beauty and the Beast. The only other one that I think could come close for different reasons would probably be 101 Dalmatians, just because of it reminds me again of the old animation, which it really wasn't right on that edge. So, Kate, now, to be full disclosure, Kate has not seen A Bug's Life. I have sure. not. You still have to, you have to catch up on that. I know. At least, I don't think, I might have watched it years ago, but I, I really don't remember. Um, so here's my, here's my dilemma in this. I think having worked for Disney, I think I'm burned out on Beauty and the Beast. Okay. So, Beauty and the Beast was one of my favorite movies growing up. Belle has and will always be my favorite princess. But I think I think I got burned out on Beauty and the Beast. I can see that. Overall, Beauty and the Beast is probably the best animated film feature. Yes. However, I am wanting to say 101 Dalmatians because I think if I had to sit and pick which one to watch right now, I would pick 101 Dalmatians over Beauty and the Beast. So this is hard. I, and I can't remember which one I voted for. Um, but overall, looking at it, trying to take my burnout out of it, Beauty and the Beast is probably the, the winner. Um. Yeah, I have <laughs> I have a hard time on this list only because Beauty and the Beast is such a runaway um, you know, Howard uh, Howard Ashman, Alan Menken music, 
fan they're probably their best i mean they didn't do that many disney movies but like probably their best score um and it just top to bottom a great movie great villain great sidekicks great you know like top notch top to bottom um the others don't really stand a chance um i would agree second place is probably 101 dalmatians just because it gave us cruella de vil uh, I don't think that movie is a great movie, but it's mm-hmm. it does have a great villain in it. So, yeah. um, but so yeah, what's everybody's? Uh, well, I guess Kate Kate didn't put Beauty and the Beast at the top, but what's everybody else's second place? Just out of curiosity, if it's what I have to sit down and watch part of now, honestly, it's probably Bugs Life, just because. That's one where I can watch clips of it and not really pay that close of attention. And there's enough direct intentional humor in it that I enjoy it. Mine would be 101 Dalmatians. It, it, it's a movie I grew up with. I remember seeing, seeing the theater. I had the old LP version of it on audio that my brother and I played all the time. 101 Dalmatians would be number two. Okay, That's fair. Well, our winner of the best animated feature this year is Beauty and the Beast. I mean, it's yeah. great. Yeah. Oh, hey, which actually, though, was the first movie that included Pixar. Yep. So next, we have got the best non Marvel movie that we watched this year. Oh, this Pete, what do we got for best non-Marvel? Oh my goodness. <laughs> there's there's not a stinker in this bunch. Uh Who Framed Roger Rabbit, which is a cartoon slash noir from the 80s, late 80s, 89, I believe. Uh the Muppet, the original Muppet movie from 1979. Uh, which was the first time Kermit and the gang were on the big screen. We have the first Pirates of the Caribbean movie from 2003. And then we have Indy Anna Jones and the Last Crusade, which was also 1989. Uh, The third of the original trilogy with Sean Connery uh, accompanying um, um, Harrison Ford. And holy crap, this is a hard choice because these are all movies that I would give four stars to probably. I think I have Um, in the end, if I have to pick one of them, I'm going to go with Roger rabbit because it's so unique. It's so rewatchable. Um, I really, I love so many of these. I love all of these movies, but Who Framed Roger Rabbit is so good. So that's my, that's my pick. But I'm not going to disagree with any of you, whatever you say. Pete, I'm with you. I think Who Framed Roger Rabbit, um, unique. I don't think we'll ever see anything like it again. Um, quite entertaining. It held up. Um, yes, I'd say definitely there. I mean, I had no problem quickly voting for this one. I looked at the list, had no thoughts. Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Yeah, for me, for me, it wasn't quite that simple. But if it's a movie, you're going to sit down and watch a movie right now. Honestly, for me, it's Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Um, because it, I think it's the one I've seen the least, probably. 
at least the least lately. And we had an old VHS cassette of it that we almost wore out. But um, I would say probably of these for me, it's probably Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Kate, who, which one was your favorite? And I'm guessing well, it's not Who Framed Roger Rabbit. <laughs> Pete, <laughs> um, I mean, Pete nailed it when he said that there's not a downer in this bunch. This, these are all phenomenal movies. Um, oh God, this is so hard because the Muppet movie is so good, but they're all so good. Um, but I am going to go with Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Okay. Now, interesting trivia before we get to the last one. Which one do you guys think Pete voted for the lowest? Because he gave one of these not a four. Muppet, Muppet movie. He did not give a four. He gave a three and a half. Okay. To Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. <laughs> did I? Oh, okay. Why? Uh-huh. Yeah. So. Also, Pete, you'll appreciate this. When I was hanging out with your daughter the other night, we got to talking about Indiana Jones, and she said, yeah, my dad really likes those movies, except the Crystal Skull, and without missing a beat, I go, yeah, take that Crystal Skull! <laughs> <laughs> she was like, what? And I was like, never mind. <laughs> okay. And now, guys, I will say, having gotten the results from the uh, law firm of Huey, Dewey, and Louie, um, <laughs> This was our closest result, as in the last vote that we had broke a tie on this result. The winner of the best non-Marvel movie is Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Oh, okay. Among that list, that was the one that received the most votes. The second place was Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Yeah. But... I I don't know how I only gave this three and a half stars, but okay. okay. I was I, w- I was I was feeling. I think when we were going over it, I'd given a lot of things really good ratings. And I was feeling bad that I constantly give everything four four stars. So now this next uh, award is not quite as glimmering this year. Best new live action movie. Ooh. Uh, yeah, huh? Kate, who do we got for this one? All right, so we've got Guardians 3, which uh was a a left turn from the other Guardians movies, as it really was not funny. Uh, the Guardians movies have been known for being funny, this was not funny at all. Um, so that was with Star Lord and Gamora and all of those crazy cats. Um, then we have Indiana Jones and Dial of Destiny, that is, we watched, I think, two weeks ago. Last oh, last week, last week. Um, it is Harrison Ford in all of his 80-year-old glory. Um, <laughs> being, uh, being... Scene, pretty much literally. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it was good. We liked it as a whole. Uh, Wakanda Forever is the sequel to Black Panther. Um, great movie. Had, had some funny parts. They also had uh, where the... It's not Aquaman, and I can't remember the name of the bad guy. Namor. Yes. Uh, they it was basically a, a sea versus, versus land battle uh, with Wakanda and the, the sea people, and then Peter Pan and Wendy, which we've already talked about, um, was the remake uh, of Peter Pan. My, in my opinion, uh, Wakanda Forever was phenomenal. That would that would be my pick. I don't dislike. Uh, I I did not like Guardians Three. Um, as someone who loves Marvel. This 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 wasn't it for me. Um, 
I will not go watch that again. However, um, of the four of these, I would watch Wakanda forever again. I probably won't watch Peter Pan and Wendy, and I might watch Indy in the Dial of Destiny, but probably not. So Wakanda forever. What about you, Pete? Uh, I'm diehard Guardians, so and I was the only one of this group that enjoyed that movie. Um, watched it twice. It's not as good as the first two, but I I did enjoy it. And um, so that of these four, uh, I would probably pick that one. Um, I did like I did like Wakanda Forever as well, but it's a little long. Um, so I don't know how much I'd revisit that. So that's my pick, but I'd kind of be surprised if it wins. So Steve, um, my vote was for guardians three, even though it was darker and it turned, um, I liked the guardian movies and I felt like it was a nice sort of send off, not perfect, but enjoyed it. Um, Peter Pan, Wendy, it was on the worst worst nomination list so yeah. through that through that one out it was and on i liked I, there were only four new live yeah. action movies that yes. we watched this year <laughs> I, I i liked indie um and i liked wakanda i guess liked the guardians a little bit more that's what would be if i had to vote i voted that's who i voted for um i will be honest for me i almost took a none of the above on <laughs> um I honestly think I probably voted for Indy in the Dial of Destiny just because I did not like any of the other three. I honestly, I had fundamental, if I remember, I had fundamental problems with Wakanda Forever. Um, and actually, I do remember, and I did, um, that I had I had some issues with how they portrayed different stuff in Wakanda Forever. I mean, Peter Pan and Wendy is terrible. I mean, we can all agree Peter Pan and Wendy is terrible. Um before I announce the winner of this, though, which of the four of those got our lowest rating? And which one's got the highest? Which one do you think got the highest? Uh, I think we'll kind of forever got the highest. I think Peter Pan and Wendy got the lowest. I actually think yeah. Guardians got the lowest because I thought all three of you didn't like it. I thought I was the only one that that enjoyed it. Um, but, our highest was Wakanda Forever. Okay. Our lowest was Guardians. Yeah, because I said I thought I thought all three of you gave it really low ratings, and I was I was I remember being a super outlier on that one. Okay. I say that we don't have a rating from Steve on Guardians three because he was gone. Oh, oh, was oh, gone. So I would get I would give Guardians three a probably three and a half, three point five. That still makes it the lowest, but okay. What did I give Guardians? Like a one? A two. Uh, and I give it a one. Yeah. So, the winner of best new live action movie is Guardians 3. Whoa. Wow. This was one that the results were all over the place. Uh, but the only one that did not get a vote there was Peter Pan and Wendy. But all of the others got votes. Wow. So. Okay. Our next one is best vault movie or series. Steve, what do we got? So we have Zero the Series, which is from the 1950s, two seasons. Um, Apple Dumpling Gang from the 1970, mid-70s with Tim Conway and um, Don Knotts. Um, thank you, Don Knotts. And of course, the Muppet movies from 1970s. And the Hulk! I think you said Pete, 1979? 
right? Muppet movie, Muppet 1979, movie. yep. And then Sword in the Stone. Um, I just remember watching it and we all had high hopes and we were sort of disappointed um, because it only had oh, like, two your- little <laughs> two snippets or two really short scenes that really make the movie. Um, out of this, if you had shown me this and I had a vote before we started, I would never have picked it, but I voted for Zelda the series. Liked it so much that I have watched the entire first and second season. So, um, for me, it's Zorro just because I remember again, I did not watch the original run. Like, actually, none of us could have watched the original <laughs> run. <laughs> um, but I remember uh, Zorro, well, for me, it was always on, it was on the Disney Channel at like 9 30 at night central time. So it was usually I could watch that and then I had to go to bed. So, um, cause it was on like Sunday nights. So, but again, to me, there's not really a big clunker in this bunch. Sword in the Stone has its moments. Apple Dumpling Gang has its moments. Muppet movies good. Mostly. Um, some of the cameos get a little forced. Like I'm in t- initially thinking the Steve Martin cameo gets a little forced, but to me, it, to me, it's Zorro on this one. Kate. What was your thoughts? So this one was actually uh, surprisingly difficult for me. I think I voted for Muppet Movie, uh, but Zora, all I actually enjoyed all four of them. Sword in the Stone, well, yeah, it was a bit of a letdown because it wasn't as good as I remembered it being as a kid. Um, oh my God, it still made me chuckle. And I still loved Archimedes and Merlin and um, even Mad Madam Mim, like, great. Um, and Apple Dumpling Gang, I ha- I surprisingly had never seen. I always used to get Apple Dumpling Gang and Chitty Chitty Bang Bang mixed up. Um, <laughs> I know, very different very, movies. Very, very, very different, yes. But I used to get those names mixed up. In her, de- um, in her defense, they rhyme. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, I'm going to have to go with Muppet. I think I voted for Muppet movie. However, Zorro pulled a very close second because it was way... I, I watched it, as I said on that episode, I watched it as a kid when it was the Disney vault um, at night, but um, I'm going to have to go with Muppet movie. Um, Yeah, this was, this was tough between those two. And I think in the end I voted for the Zorro series only because it surprised me how good it still is. 70 years later or whatever it is, something like that. 60 some, 60 some years later. Like I really enjoyed it. And like Steve, I've been, I'm I'm not through it, but I've continued to watch it. We watched the first like 13 episodes. I've continued to watch it and I still enjoy it. Uh, The Muppet movie is really, really good too. So I could see that as, as pulling this out with the votes, but, um, the Zorro series was the big surprise for me, I think. And I think that's why I got it. Sword in the Stone, I didn't I didn't understand. Uh I don't even understand why it's called Sword in the Stone because like it's like calling the Apple Dumpling Gang uh Don Knotts blows up a bank. <laughs> um, because literally the Storm Sword in the Stone is like the last five minutes of the movie. Um, but um you know the the other t- the other two were fine. Uh, I didn't I didn't hate them or anything, but uh, yeah. So I went with Zorro, but we'll see. I, I I don't know what the I don't know what the the public will will think if they actually watch Zorro or not with us. Well, the votes are in, and the winner is 
Zorro. 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 Zorro did win, uh, and it was a fairly convincing victory. Of Zorro. the people who also watched it with us agreed that Zorro. Guys, if you colorized that and put it on today, it had run. It run on Saturday mornings. Yeah, I mean, so it, yeah. it, it, of its time is better than m- most of the things you watch from those you've seen from those eras. Very much, much better than most than most of fifties and sixties television. So I also would say it's not nearly as problematic as no. It has its moments, but it's not nearly as problematic as a lot of shows from that time. No, and, that's and yeah. I mean, it treat. I mean, compare that to the Lone Ranger. Oh my gosh! Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, just without. I mean, it treats the natives with respect. There's not people in blackface. It's not. I mean, it's it's a good show, guys. And if you haven't already watched it, go watch it. It's worth it. So now, before we get to our last result, um. What are your honorable mentions? What's something that you watched this year that we haven't talked about yet that needs to make sure that, you know, it was it was actually pretty good. For me, I'm going to lead off on this one. It was some of the cartoon shorts that we watched this year. Um, some of the n- stuff that Disney had re- been redone. But the one that I think is great and is getting discounted because it's new is that Once Upon a Time short. The, the one where they go, if you want pure Disney nostalgia and complete fan service, that's the one to go for. Just because you go for it and then all of a sudden they're arguing, nothing's going right. And then all of a sudden you start hearing When You Wish Upon a Star finished by Jiminy Cricket. It's just one of those where, yeah. So, Kate, what's something you watched that we haven't talked about this year so far? And you're still muted, because, so because some things never change. <laughs> I, was say, I should have done my homework because I'm trying to remember all the things uh, that we watched. Kate, look on the document. It's yeah, I know, but that isn't everything. Come back to you. But that's not every. Well, of the things that are on the document, Spider-Man: Homecoming. I love Spider-Man: Homecoming. I have slowly figured out that other than Mantis, Mantis is my first favorite um, of the Marvel series. Spider-Man pulls a very close second. Spider-Man, I think, is my favorite of the Avengers. Um, I just love Peter Parker, and I love how they have taken the Spider-Man franchise into Miles Morales. Um, So I would have to say Spider-Man Homecoming. I think it is a brilliantly done film. Pete, what about you? You stole mine. That's what I was going to say. I... That that had only been the second time I'd seen Spider-Man Homecoming. And with how big Marvel has gotten, I like it when they... I tend to like it more when they go small and the first Spider-Man movie is not this big expansive adventure. It's, you know, friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. I think Tom Holland is very charming as Spider-Man. I think there's enough drama in the story. I just think overall, I really, I really enjoyed that movie. And um, that would be probably something that I would give an honorable mention to. Uh, Steve, um, I'm going to agree with Derek. Some of the cartoon shorts really stood out for me. Um, the one that really caught me off guard, though, was Star Wars Rebels. I know, like, because we were watching it leading up to Ahsoka, and 
um, I ended up binge watching the entire four seasons, got quickly drawn in. So I was really surprised by that. I know Derek didn't like it, but I I really enjoyed it. Star Wars Rebels is so good. And it's it's funny because Clone Wars is not good. There's a few good episodes of Clone Wars. I I tried watching Clone Wars. I would not recommend Clone Wars to anyone. (laughs) Rebels is is great. So I'm glad you enjoyed it, Steve. Okay. Now, for our last award, Best Show of 2023. These were the four shows that we rated the highest that we watched. That's why, like, Indiana Jones and Last Crusade, we rated all four of these shows ahead of that, so that's why it was not on this selection list, for example. So, Kate, what have we got for this show? And as a reminder, you are still muted. Thank you. Um... Oh, so just recapping Imagineering story, basically the um, the the recap of how things were built in the parks and concepts of things and stuff. Very good. Muppet movie. That was the original Muppet movie, correct? Yes. That was the first yes. one. Was it the show out before the movie? Yes. Yes. Okay, that's what I thought. Um, Muppet movie. Excellent. Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Also excellent. And Guardians 1, the very first Guardians I don't remember what I voted for. I think I voted for Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Um, All of these are killer. All of these deserve very high ratings. Oh, I'm going to go Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Pete, what about you? Uh, Yeah, this is is tough. Um, Guardians is in my top three Marvel movies. Um, Guardians 1. But, oh my God, I just... I love Who Framed Roger Rabbit. I can't. I can't not put it on. Put it on there as number one. Um, and again, Muppet Muppet Movie is a classic, but I don't think it's the greatest. I, I have a hard time ranking it up amongst the greatest movies ever. Um, and Imagineering Story is just a different category. It's it's tough to say on that one. So um, yeah, I'm going to give it to Roger Rabbit, Steve. Um. I can't remember who I voted for either. It's either Imagineering Story about Who Framed Roger Rabbit, but looking at this, I have to agree with everyone else. It's Who Framed Roger Rabbit, just in class by itself. Now, in this fair to full disclosure, did not put Beauty and the Beast on here because that was by far our top rated one. But since since none of these are... I mean, just I want it honestly... This was my personal thing. I wanted our the top ones that weren't Beauty and the Beast, and these were the next four. So, um, yeah. honestly, if it had been, if it had, had more new information, I probably honestly would have gone Imagineering Story because I love a good Disney documentary. But I, guys, to me, it was probably Who Framed Roger Rabbit. I'm pretty sure that's who I voted for. Again, just the groundbreaking of that movie so the best show of 2023 that we watched is who framed <laughs> yeah Fantastic. brilliant and as you said on that list none of them were losers um the look and looking at the list of who won tonight i think the right movie won on just about every category i would agree um yeah. I, I, I have think, no. Go ahead, Pete. No, no, I have no negativity on any of that. I mean, it's interesting that 
in that last category, um, for the most part, with the exception of the Imagineering story, everything was older, which kind of says that the newer movies haven't been up to snuff, especially the live action stuff. But actually, even even this year's um, animated film was not particularly great. So, yeah, it's definitely. Um, yeah, I don't I don't disagree with anything, really. I mean, I, 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 they might not have been what I voted for, but as I said, I'm, there's not not one I would go, oh, I can't believe that one. And I think our first year where there was a couple of those, I was like, what? Yeah, there were. Yeah, from what I remember, there were a couple that was one of those where, huh, really that one? Yeah. Okay. And I'm going to, you know, cut Kate a break here. I do think that when we hit five years with the plus platoon, that we should do whatever won the top show or movie of the season um, that we should do rank those five. And I'm guessing that food frame Roger Robert will probably still win, but I think Hmm. that that would be, that'd be interesting. Yeah. So now Kate, we yep. do have some Disney Plus news this week. What do we got going on? We do, really quickly, not a lot on the Disney Plus news, but the Disney Plus and Hulu combined app is now available to subscribers as a beta feature. It essentially puts the entire Hulu catalog behind a button within the Disney Plus app. It will be interesting um, to see how all of that shakes out. Um, available in March, Grey's Anatomy will stream on Disney Plus. They really need to let that show die. It is a brilliant show. No, 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 no. Um, what it is, this is like all of the seasons they are taking it and putting on Disney Plus. It's not new seasons. It's like they're taking the series and putting which it is on great, Disney Plus. But they need to they need to end the show. It needs oh, to be done. I didn't realize it was still going, honestly. Oh, it's still going. And there's like one of the original characters. It's just, they need a lot. And I love Disney, <laughs> but um, Disney is also looking at licensing 14 shows to Netflix on a non-exclusive basis. Along or Among these shows are How I Met Your Mother, ESPN 30 for 30, and Home Improvement. This deal is not yet finalized, but sources say it is only a matter of a few small details. There you go. That's it for the Disney Plus News. None of those bother me. No, huh? <laughs> and honestly, the, the Hulu button sure now it's all in one app fine whatever but does not carry over your preferences like when i opened up because i tested it out it does not bring over everything at least it did not last time i checked which is really annoying so is there anything on hulu worth watching other than only murders in the building um i think (laughs) there's some good there's some good documentaries really into documentaries yeah. I mean, there's some good things, but it would be nice if you of my preferences, since it's all the same account, right? Would yeah. just combine. Yeah, we are um, big Shit's Creek people in this family, so gotcha. and that's on Hulu. So yeah, recommend that. Include the propulsion devices in your canoe or not? What? I'm sorry. Are you up Shit's Creek without a paddle or what? Yes, <laughs> all the time. <laughs> so language. <laughs> <laughs> For those who are curious, the best show of 2021 was WandaVision. That gives you an idea of the comparisons we're going to have to start making. So next week will be our Christmas episode in a the episode of in the interest of full disclosure. I watched the Christmas with Walt. Please, dear God, don't. (laughs) Okay. Um, so boring. If you have seen any of the Christmas specials, like 
the 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 very merry Christmas one that was hosted by you know Mickey Mouse and Jiminy Cricket from the late eighties early nineties. That one I wish was on the service because that one is so much better than that one with Walt. Yes, you get to see a little bit of him at Disneyland. Yes, you get to see a little bit of his home movies, but it's not interesting. So next week. We're going to go back to one. It's going to be interesting to see how this holds up. As a child, this was probably one of my favorite Christmas movies growing up was Mickey's Christmas Carol. Um, It's actually where we get introduced to Scrooge McDuck because that's why he's called Scrooge is because he is Ebenezer Scrooge. So it's going to be interesting to see how this one holds up. Um, It's short. It's only 25, 20. It's designed to run in a half hour with commercials. So that's what we'll oh, wow. I didn't realize that. I, I just, I guess I always assumed it was like a kind of a hour long thing. Uh-uh, no, it's 27 minutes or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Um, that's what we're watching next week. Uh, we do have some open spots in January and February. We're looking for some, especially if you've got any diamonds in the rough, please let us know. Um, email us at plus at gmail.com message us anywhere. Um, we are on YouTube, Facebook, X, Twitter, Instagram, whatever, at Plus Platoon. Uh, we have new episodes every Thursday on YouTube and all the major podcasting services. For Kate, Pete, Steve, Gina in the background, we will see everyone next week. Bye, guys. Thanks for watching this week's episode of the Plus Platoon. Be sure to subscribe to the Plus Platoon podcast to keep getting great content each week. Then head over to Apple Podcasts and leave those five-star reviews as they help make the Plus Platoon visible to even more Disney Plus fans. Also, go to YouTube and like and subscribe to the Plus Platoon channel where you can watch all future episodes live. If you have a question for the Plus Platoon, please send us an email to plusplatoon at gmail.com or connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at Plus Platoon. The Plus Platoon is a Disney Plus fan podcast and is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company or the Disney Plus streaming service. All opinions expressed on the show are solely those of the individual hosts and in no way reflect the views of the Walt Disney Company. Thanks for watching and be sure to stay tuned for next week's episode because the Plus Platoon is to be continued. Continued.